With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This arena presented by Underdog Fantasy. This is our very first show. The checks have already been deposited, so there's no stopping now. We are here. I'm Josiah Johnson. We got the man, the myth, the legend, Gilbert Arenas with us. What up? What's up, Gil? <laughs> I ordered a smoke machine. So when you did that, the smoke comes and I get to feel like a... So look, about that. They sent it DHL. You know, not FedEx, not UPS. So it, was, mm-hmm. it took a little bit longer than expected, but I got you. Hold on, hold on. There we go. go. There we go. There we go. Smoke. There we go. We got all the smoke. There we go. Like I mentioned, this is Gills Arena presented by Underdog Fantasy. So you see this lovely set. Underdog spared no expense. We got the lovely Jumbotron with the, hold on, the beautiful logo behind us. This show is going to be the cure for the common sports show. Mm-hmm. We got nothing but legends on this show. We talking all things hoops and pop culture. And it's phenomenal, man. I'm happy to be here. How yeah, you feeling, Gil? I, it's amazing. All last night I was playing with the system. Okay. You know, and um, I, I see someone from UCLA done changed the color set. Oh, you already know. Hit. We did that behind <laughs> your back. We went with that blue and gold, that true blue, <laughs> and that gold. Stay cold. You already know. All right, Gil. So let's, let's get right into it, man. It's our first show. And before we start, look, this is our very first one. So everybody on YouTube, we know you guys are haters by trade. <laughs> Give us a break. It's like, look, you're going on a date with a girl for the first time. You're not mm-hmm. going to take her to Mastro's. You're not going to take her to the baller spot. We're going to start at Sizzler. So this is our Sizzler show. Our Sizzler. Great salad bars, great soups. The garlic toast is delicious. The steak sauce, <laughs> phenomenal. It's still a great meal. But it ain't Morton's yet. We're only, yeah, we ain't, we ain't at Morton's yet. We're only going up from here, but... Good, we're going to start with our, our very first segment on our very first show. It's called Zero to 100. Okay. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to ask you a question, and I want you to give me a number between zero and 100 of how confident you are of that. Okay. So let's start first and foremost. We had All-Star Weekend uh, this past weekend. I was out there in Utah breathing that, ooh, it was terrible Caucasian air. Throw still hurts. They didn't... They, I, they did not prepare me for that. I know you, you, stuff you saw like many times my first time out there, the air was just, ooh, yeah, uh-huh. it, it needed some seasoning. It, it, wasn't, uh-huh. it wasn't where it needed to be. All-Star game, look, I think the highlight of the weekend was probably Mac McClung in the dunk mm-hmm. contest. The game left much to be desired. Even people who played in the game, coaches who coached in the game said it was mid. Mm-hmm. It was trash. So, zero to 100, what are the chances the NBA makes changes to the All-Star game format? Uh... Just changing period, I, I, I'm giving it a hundred. Okay. They're gonna change something. It's not gonna be for the good. It's not gonna be for the good. It's just gonna be a change that, it's 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 what they do. So um, they're gonna change some things, but it's not gonna be for the better. It never is. So my question for you is then, if you could 
make the All-Star game more enjoyable. What changes would you make to the All-Star game to make it more enjoyable? The only thing I'd change to the All-Star game itself is basically tell everyone around the All-Star game, the coaches, shut the fuck up, okay? <laughs> Just shut up. It's an, it's an All-Star game. Like, it's the All-Star. It's a festival. It is, like, supposed to be fun. Like, why do I want my star players... You got to remember, this is not like USA Basketball where you get to just pick the players you want. They can be role players to fit. These are the stars of each team. So if my player actually goes out there and gets hurt, he fucks up the rest of that season. Okay. So I do not want my guy going out there playing hard anyway, so I don't give a shit how much money you throw him. No, just leave it how it is. They play, they enjoy, it's as festive. Hey, how y'all doing? Throw some popcorn. He's a, that's what it is. It's a, it's a show. It's not... Something that goes out there and you're supposed to go 100 miles an hour. Three-time All-Star, right? You play yes. Three. It feels like to me, and I'm an old head, you old head too, but back in the day, it just used to mean more. Like those games were more exciting. Yeah, the defense is not going to be what it is. Obviously, you played UCLA pickup games in the summertime. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. At least somewhat competitive. When I see guys just driving through the lane, wide open dunks, dudes getting out the way, just making a point to not play any defense whatsoever, it's a little bothersome. So how would you compare the game when you were playing to what it looks like now? Um, listen, let's just be honest. Um, when Michael Jordan played, you know, Michael Jordan was making $5 million, right? <laughs> they was making pennies back then compared to, you know, what players are making now. So even when I jumped off that uh, trampoline, you know, Eddie Jordan was the coach. He was having a heart attack about that. Yeah. Like, what if you came down and twisted your ankle? And, uh, you know, so, you know, these guys are, you know, the elite of their team. So you really don't. You can't afford for them to get hurt. So them going out there, like, they're going to play, you know, 50% at best. 75 if you're trying to go for that, um, that MVP. But, you know, going 100 miles an hour, that's not going to happen. And can you, like, you know, how hard is it to win that MVP? Do you notice guys are going for it? Obviously, Tatum dropped the 55-piece, mm -hmm. won it. Is it just like a preordained thing before the game? A guy just like, look, I'm, I'm shooting the rock every time I get it. So don't even No, don't no, even... listen, you, you have, you have – you know, someone, you know, I'm, I'm about to try to win it. You know, if you miss your first three, four shots, you're like, ah, fuck it, never mind. Right? <laughs> <laughs> ah, let that go. You know what I mean? So it's just, you know, you're just trying to put yourself in, you know, the best situation. So when a game gets a little tough and it starts getting a little harder by the fourth quarter, you're in a position to actually try to, try to get that. Um, as a whole, if you just want to make the game more competitive just naturally, um, winner takes all. Like, so if you're paying them 100000 each, right, you put that two point, was it 2.4 million total? Yeah. That, you know, everybody, yeah, put that 2.4 million in the center of the, the, the stage, put it on and say, all right, the winning team gets it. But it, it won't be easy layups then, you know, you. But you mentioned before, guys making $40, 50000000 million a year, and they're going to split 2.4 between 12 of them. Cool. Are they, are they tripping on that 200 racks? Yeah, that's like, you know, that's, that's, yeah, I get $200,000 just to this walk around with now, just free money. Yes. Okay, I'm going to go yes, get it. Yes, but you got to remember, if you, everyone gets 100000 you know, I don't, well, I don't give a shit if you put me in the game or not. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, it's an, it's, it's an award. Yeah. So you don't have to give no one anything. It's a, a, you got rewarded by being here. This is actually part of your contract. You get to work, you know, you get to redo deals because of All-Star, All-NBA. You know, I don't get paid for All-NBA. That's better than All-Star. So at the end of the day, it's, it's put the money in the middle. Winning team takes all that shit. 
So I'm, I'm going to give two suggestions to make the All-Star game better. Okay. First one, let dudes play in do-rags. I just think something about a dude playing in the do-rag. For me, for me personally. They go harder. They go harder. <laughs> they you go harder. The, if you're in the do-rag, for some reason, you go, they go harder. harder. They go harder. And I think you got the Rising Stars game. Do the old head game. Because you got, you know, we've talked about before, you got a bunch of old, bitter dudes. But you put that 2.4 out for them. Let them play a game. It could be condensed format, eight-minute quarters, whatever you want to do. Kind of like the big three, but let them come out there and not really play for that bag. Dudes who wasn't making the money that they're making nowadays. You really want to see Rick Barry out there motherfucking trying to triple red? I want to see that, man. I'm just trying to see who could play the best. But that's just that you're just not, you're just, you're just not gonna get what you expect. I know what we're expecting. We're expecting the, 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 the All Star Game, like you know what I mean. The All Star, I mean not the All Star Game, like the the USA Game times two, because it's all the best players. You're you're not gonna get that type of, that type of hard play from these guys in the middle of the season. And some of these guys are trying to make the playoffs. Some of these guys are trying to put themselves in a better position, you know, for that, that championship. So they're not – this is vacation. This is technically a vacation for them. Like getting their body to rest before that second push. So, no, you're not. There's nothing you can do with this part of the game, the all-star game itself. It's, it's like I'm just out here to have fun. I'm not out here to really – I'm gonna be real. You said vacation, but if you're making guys go to Salt Lake City for four days, that's not like a punishment. And that's that's just one thing too. So like, come on, why do we keep going to these shitty ass cities? Like, I don't like. Listen, like Salt Lake, the the Salt Lake part of Utah, the Utah part of Utah. Let let it go, right? Indiana next year, let it go. Like, let like, no who like. Come on, it's like you got the in the winter, the coldest cities we're going to. Why? I'm gonna be real. Indiana Century located. They got the Steak and Shake. They got the White Staking. Castle, walking distance, everything centralized. But what I'm saying is go to cities that's built for partying. That's what people are coming for. That's real. Vegas, L.A., New York, Atlanta, Miami. I wanted to say Chicago, but that's cold. Hey, Chicago was <laughs> 2020 was probably one of the coldest cities. Yeah, that's, that's, that's cold. So, life. like, keep it in cities that's, like, neutral. Okay, I, I can support It's neutrally warm, it's hot, you can stay with the Floridas, the Calis, the Vegas. You got to have a good strip club in your city. Facts. In order to be considered. Facts. That's the number one criteria, I feel like. like I'm pretty sure Utah closed at 7. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was people in Utah apologizing, like, yeah, sorry it's out here, like, can't put this extra on your drink, got to just, you know, we got laws, whatever. But let's, let's talk about probably the highlight of All-Star Weekend, the dunk contest. Mac McClung, and like I said, I think, Adam Silver, great job with the script writing this year. You got Mac signed a two-way deal with the Philadelphia 76ers. Dr. J, who the, the dunk contest championship trophy was named after. So you got a Sixers guy coming in. They, they just did it this year. It was a whole big ceremony and situation before the thing happened. Him? Who, Dr. J or Mac? Dr. J. Yeah. Does he hold the record for the most dunk contest? I, mean, I think he's, I mean, you go back and look back in the day. like the, Yeah, he owns the most? No, but like the free throw, he kind of really helped launch this whole dunk contest era. I think him and David Thompson. That was the ABA, if I'm not mistaken, but nonetheless, they all merge together and the game is the game. But what are the chances that Mac McClung is on an NBA roster during 2024 All-Star Weekend? After what we've just seen? Yeah. 100% guaranteed. Okay. Guaranteed, guaranteed he will be on a, a roster next year just so he can enter the dunk contest again so he can defend his title. And what did you think about his dunks out there? I thought, you know what? Despite him being white, you know, let's just throw it out the window. Um, he's, he's got Negro tendencies, though. So I'm, like I'm a, in high in high school, 
if you if you actually watch him in high school, he was considered the best in-game dunker probably ever. Yeah. Right? So if you actually let the fans vote, I'm pretty sure anyone who ever watched him was voting that he was going to win it. Um, but this opened up a door for my theory. You know, I said a few years ago, I know uh, Stephen A is trying to take credit for it, but I said it a few years ago that once the internet opened up, the NBA should have changed this format anyway. You have outside dunkers that we get to watch every single day, professional dunkers, right? That when you watch them and then you watch the, uh, the dunk contest, you're like, oh, this is shitty. So what happens is you should try to have a format because McCullough is basically that, that Trojan horse that you did it for. He wasn't really an NBA player. So allow them to have some dunk contest before the dunk contest. Whoever wins, he gets to enter the dunk contest. Now NBA players are threatened by an outside entity, which makes them take dunking serious. Do you think that'll make him take it more serious or less serious to be like, look, I'm, I'm going to run for this fade. I don't dunk like this. No, no, no. What, what happened is there's, there's two things that's going on. The in, first of all, the NBA dunk contest, it's always been shitty. Like, it's, it's never actually been good. Never? So, what? The Zach Levine years? Okay. Nate Robinson okay. back in the, like, okay, Spud so, Webb in 86 or what was it, 84, whenever that was? 84, 88. 87, 80, whenever Dunk and Dr. J, I mean, not Dr. J, but uh, Chicago and Michael Jordan and Dominique Wilkins, those were shitty dunk contests. Let's just <laughs> be honest, which I'm sorry. They were shitty. They were shitty then. You watch it now, it's shitty, right? It was, it was so much collusion on, you know, who's voting and when. And three years Two people did the same fucking dunks every dunk contest. Like Dominique Wilkins, we already know, up the middle, windmill. On the side, two-hand windmill. On the other side, one-hand windmill. Bounce it, windmill. Like, I was fucking, he keep getting the 50 for the same fucking dunk every single year. And that's what the dunk contest was all about. Even Vince, the great Vince Carter. Ooh, no. Three out of the five dunks was windmills. I don't give a shit how you did the windmill. It's still a windmill. Windmill, between the legs windmill. Come off the baseline, windmill. Spin windmill. It's windmills, okay? We get it. Okay, you can fucking windmill. Not Vince Carter's <laughs> dunk slander on the first episode, Gil. But I'm just saying, like, it's never actually been good. I think Spud Webb, just because he was 5'7". Oh, he's 5'1". Five, five Let me throw it and do a little dunk good. Okay, congratulations. Not- I will take your dunk. Your dad's dunk at 67 years old. Okay. That's impressive. 67 dunking is impressive than having this seasoned 40 inch vertical do a windmill. That's real. I did a windmill, right, in, high, in, in, in the NBA. That's real. No one cheered for that shit, so why should I cheer? <laughs> Just because you could jump a little higher doing it. No, so those, those like Zach Levine and Gordon – those should go down as the best dunk contest ever, period. Creativity, the style, the flair, perfect. Versus you guys highlighting, you know, Dominique do full windmill, Jordan do a little air windmill. Like behind a double pump, like, ah, come on. That's, it was weak then, it's weak now. Ever since I saw James White take off from free throw and give you 
that one for me it's all just been it's been downhill like like out to fly white like like that but that's what and the, I think that was in college when he was at, he was coming out of Cincy but mm-hmm. he went between the legs from the free throw line you know but once I saw that it was just like all right, this is I don't need to see dunk contests anymore. This and, man has reached the pinnacle of dunking. And choose, like, if you're going to keep doing the dunk contest, choose dunk contest dunkers. No. There's a difference between dunk contest dunkers and just game dunkers, right? Like Zion, iffy. I'm iffy with him. Like, I'm, I know I'm going to get a windmill, I'm going to get 360, I'm going to get the long arm. Ah, do I really want to see that in dunk contest? He's going to, you know, he's going to lose. Um, John Morant. What, what's like, does he have flair? Yeah. Oh, there's some guys that just can jump high as hell in power dunk. That is not dunk contest dunking. You got to have a certain type of flair. Like, what's so funny is with Vince Carter's dunking, some of his in game dunks look better yeah. than his, his, his dunk contest dunks. For sure, for sure. All right, so let's talk about, we're going to look ahead. It's Tuesday. The season starts back up again on Thursday. Mm hmm. Let's talk about these Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, LeBron hurt his hand in the All-Star game, set out the second half. Seems like, you know, during the weekend he talked about these next 23 games coming up and how they're some of the most important regular season games of his career. He doesn't want to miss the playoffs for two straight seasons. So Lakers currently, as we stand, 27-32, and 32, 13th in the West. They are 3.5 games out of the sixth seed currently. What are the chances from 0 to 100? 0 to 100, what are the chances the Lakers earn a top six seed in the Western Conference? Top six? Are we no going? Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, wait, that means eight through six, not that 10 through six shit, right? I'm saying top six, so they don't have to do a playing game. Seven through 10 are in the play-in. Zero. Zero percent chance the Lakers finish top six in the West with this new revamped squad. Okay. AD looking good again. For a game, got it. Um, <laughs> it is the NBA, so anything can happen, but zero. I, it's zero. That means AD has to play all 23 games? At least a good, like, 19. He has to play 23 games? At least straight? 19. 19. Yeah, 19 don't get you there. If they can go, like, 17 and 6. Ha! Ha! <laughs> if they go 17 and 6, I'll buy tickets. 15 and 8? Looks about right. Nah, that's still that's still that's still a ten seed. Still playing. Still playing. <laughs> Damn. All right. Like even the play in. I hate the play in. You, you can't. Play. Why are you rewarding a sorry ass effort all year long and then give them a chance to say, oh, we can make good these last two weeks and get the tenth spot to make a play in and then beat them? Like no. Like stop rewarding failing. That's the problem with sports. You're rewarding failure. You're trying to tell. Losing teams that, hey, we're going to give you a better chance at being. But what if those losing teams are impacted by injuries, things like that, that happen? Tough shits. Whose fault is that? Hey. <laughs> Get a better medical staff. Like, stop rewarding losing. Like, if I was running the NBA, you're not going to tank and be able to chance, uh, get a chance to get, like, the top 10 picks. Yeah, for sure. Fuck that. Like, you're losers. You're losers. Like, you're not going to get a chance to get fucking lottery picks. You can't, like, you're a top five losing team after lottery. After lottery. Fuck out of here. Yeah, I've never, or do it like the NFL does. Look, you're the worst team in the league. You get the one pick. Like, the whole, no. the whole but the whole lottery concept no. is janky. You're the, you're the number one. You're, you're the worst team in the league. You start off at 14. 14. You 14th pick. 
right? It stops you from 14th pick. You, it stops you from trying to tank and be like, why am I going to reward? What other thing? It, let me go to my job. Let me go to a job, and then I'm the worst worker, and then they give me a fucking raise bonus the next year. Yeah. Never. Get the fuck out of here. You're not getting shit. Yeah, the whole concept. Sorry, ass. Uh, come on. you uh, Houston, you're going to be sorry. You sorry this year? You're going to be sorry next year because you ain't getting shit. Hey, you the best lawyer. Go, go work at the fucking worst firm <laughs> yeah, now. Okay. Make them high. Like, no, dog, I'm not so doing that. They're trying to make it even. Nah. All right, last question I got for you. Zero to 100. Chance of someone other than Jokic wins the MVP. Jokic, Joker, Joker. I mean, you know, you know, you got Tatum. He's still in position to, to pull it out. You got Embiid, you know, who, who, who still has a, a shot for it. Um, so, you know, you got two, two players that's, you know, they're still in, you know, they're still in, you know, striking distance of it. So, you know, it's going to go about, down to the What ball. about Giannis? I mean, you know, another name. He's going he's to miss a little time with the wrist injury. Giannis reminds me of like a Rick Ross CD, right? It's good. It's always good. Like, it's always good. And it's like, 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 do so, like, like, be shitty one year. <laughs> right? He got a, he got a lower expectation <laughs> like, yeah, to bring him back. To bring it back. Yeah, you know, it's like, you know, it's, we, it's, he's too consistent. And I think that's the problem with, with how we think. Someone who's too consistent always get penalized. And, you know, he's one of those guys. He's been consistent, being dominant for, for so long. We're like, all right, we just, we just want to see someone else. I think, but you look at Joker, he, he's consistent. He I gets know. rewarded with MVPs. But he was a second-round pick. It's different. Yeah, I respect it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, we watched the All-Star draft. He wasn't the first option. Him and Laurie Markkinen are literally battling out to the point where Joker got to get up and pick himself and put him on LeBron's team. Mm-hmm. So what is it that the guys in the league aren't, aren't seeing that, that everybody else is? It's, listen, it's just like when it comes to All-Star, it's like – you, you, you're picking someone who can really just, this is not, you know what I mean? You got, you got like, like hoopers and you got basketball players, right? The all-star game is hoopers, right? You can just go out there, there's no, it's just freedom to do whatever. Jokic is a basketball player, right? You know, so it's kind of like, I know what he can do, but this is not, you know, it's not formatted for you, so I'm going to pass. But I understand passing once, twice, two times, three times. Him and Lori Markin are literally the last two dudes on the playground getting picked. You told me this guy's going to be. I don't even know who the other guy was. <laughs> was. He a Zona guy. You don't know Markin? I'm just saying for an all-star. The finisher. For all-star. And Trey Young is where? Yeah. Trey, Trey, Trey Young is where? He was at the crib. You know what I mean? So I'm just trying to figure out how we, 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 we putting in these players. Just Like take the hands. Take the fucking strings off the puppets and let it all be natural. Like, let it be, let something be natural. Stop trying to just have control of this, these entities. And I think that's the problem with it. We're trying to put too much control. Like even a dunk contest, uh, referees, right? Put, put a shield, like a fucking cardboard. I don't give a shit if it's cardboard. Put a cardboard between each referee so they can't sit here and say, Ten. Ten. Like, no, stop. That's collusion. Yeah. That's collusion. No. Wall up and let them look at the dunk and then vote themselves. Versus, you know, we're just sitting there, you know. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's unfair. Like, yeah, no. Put it. Let them think, think by yourselves, goddammit. Well, that was our very first segment on Gills Arena. And now we got our very first guest. Jill. Yo, he is... LA Hoops Royalty, Gatorade Player of the Year, 
McDonald's All-American. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's up? Listen, we ain't got no what's smoke. Up, Listen, we ain't got what's no up, smoke. Fellas? What's up, fellas? <laughs> Man, I said, fuck college. I'm going to get my bag overseas. Yes, yes sir. Get the bag. They weren't Definitely. rolling. I, you know, I think it was because of the color of his skin, not the content of his character. <laughs> I'll be real. If you're Caucasian and did that, I'd be like, oh, this is a really good move. I'd be like, maybe they should go toughen up in, in you. Know, <laughs> yeah. But none other, 10th overall pick, 09 draft. I'm going to keep giving you all your flowers. <laughs> Nine season in the league. We got Brandon Jennings. In the building with us. The dogs, the dogs is Mr. here. Mr. Early 55. Speed limit, Mr. Speed limit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, so you've had some very interesting opinions on the league. You, mm-hmm. You're very outspoken, not afraid to speak your mind. So I'm going to read you an Anthony Edwards quote okay. from All-Star Weekend. Uh, somebody asked him, you know, what was something he didn't like about the league. His response, all the guys sitting, resting. That's the only thing I probably don't like. Just play, man. If you're 80%, you got to play. I don't like all the sitting, missing game stuff. These people might have enough money to come see one game. And they might, that might be the game to come and you sitting out. So when you hear Anthony Edwards say that, should players rest or should they play if they're 80% or better? Well, I mean, I think first, as a young guy saying that, that's big. Because mm-hmm. yeah. um, obviously he loves to hoop. And I do feel like if you are 80%, you should play. I should, uh, you should at least play maybe 10 to 20 minutes at least. Um, I mean, if, if I'm a father, so if, my, if I'm bringing my son to the game and, I'm, and he fit, you know, here's his, you know, favorite player isn't playing, you know, it's kind of, it's like, you know, why he's not playing because mm-hmm. of what, I mean, what can he go? Is he like, is he at least over 80%? Like if he's at, at least 80%, like he, he at least should be able to play. How, when you guys were playing, how is that different? Were you playing hurt? Yeah, I mean, I, I was, if I can play, I'm going to play. You got to remember when you're talking about the elite, like the elite, their 70% is still better. Than, like I remember all NBA player, his, his 80% is better than all-stars, yeah. right? It's still better than an actual all-star player. So when you're saying that he's sitting out because of just rest, and you're sitting here like... Yeah, like, what is Like, it? okay, he, he might not have 50 tonight, but he's still going to get 30. He's going to get 30, 15, and whatever, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's hurting the game because what they're not realizing, and this is why... Outside entities trying to improve the game are actually hurting the game, right? You're saying that there's too much wear and tear if these guys are resting and doing all this. And, like, if you want to, like, load management, management, management hmm. don't fucking practice them. Don't miss a game. Don't practice. Like, if you need rest, don't practice. Fuck it, don't practice. If you just play games. Like, I'd rather do that than yeah. say, we're going to miss games and practice. Then you go out here, your body's not in condition to do the things that you're trying to do, and you wonder why you're pulling hamstrings and thigh injuries. It's, it's like yeah. you're not conditioned like we used to be. Yeah. And I feel like nobody's really 100%. No one's like, ever. like nobody's ever 100 yeah, percent like sure. through a whole season. So it's <laughs> like, I mean, even if you're feeling good, you're healthy, you just feel good. Mm-hmm. Like you're not like it's not like, oh, I'm just 100. It's like, <laughs> OK, after 10 games, like it's yeah, back, to the, 10 games back to the uh, here we go week. or whatever. So it's like, yeah, get out there and play. Yeah. All right. So let's move on. Next topic. Obviously, biggest news of the trade deadline. KD coming over to the Suns. Here we've talked a little bit about. You know, they didn't make that trade because they wanted to get smacked by Luka again in game seven. They're trying to have championship aspirations. CP3 still doesn't have a ring. So, Brand, I'm going to ask you first. How much pressure is on CP3 to win with KD? I don't think the pressure is on CP3. I think the pressure is on Devin Booker. Ooh, okay. um, I think the fact that they drafted Devin Booker and, okay, so we got CP3 in the trade. He came over. That's another big brother. Now we're bringing on, on KD, which is another big brother. So... 
I think the more pressure's on on Devin Booker because it's like, all right, now, like now we know what KD's finna bring. Mm-hmm. KD's gonna do his thing. CP's gonna set the table. We know that. But now it's like, all right, Devin, like it's your time now. It, it, I think it's gonna be his time. I think the pressure's on him. When I look at it from like listening to what you said, it's everyone. It's a scapegoat. Everyone gets to be a scapegoat. Yeah. Because Devin Booker's he's young, so he has time, right? You look at it. He has. He has time. He's only like 24, 25, right? Yeah. So you're talking about CP. He's on his last legs. So I don't think the pressure's on him from the outside. I think the pressure, if it's coming, is going to be on himself because he's like, you know, I only have this year and next year to try to really get this. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, he, if, if he's going to get one. KD, he's already has two. So he's just like, I'm going out there to hoop. I don't really care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's his personality. He just wants to hoop. So I think that, you know, because they are technically in a space where they really don't have the pressure of really winning it, that they're going to win it because they don't have to worry about losing. And I think when you're in that type of position that we just go out there and just see where we go. Like, like Golden State last year, no one said they were going to win a championship when we hit the playoffs. Yeah. And that free spirit without no pressure on them gave them the best chance. So... Yeah, it's just another big brother role. I think yep. everybody goes through it. I think that's what happens with with Bron in Miami going mm-hmm. to play with Dwayne Wade, um, Kobe and Shaq. Like everybody has that big brother, those big brother moments, and you gotta take advantage of them yeah. while, while they're around. <laughs> yeah. So if the Suns are healthy, and let's say hypothetically that they win the championship, book balls out, mm-hmm. say he gets a Finals MVP, where does that put D Book, kind of this, this this NBA debate and landscape of current guys in the league? Mm, well, well, if he gets finals MVP. Yeah, if he, if, I mean, yeah, yeah, well, probably won't happen, but yeah, probably won't happen, but probably won't. But I mean, if he gets that, then yeah, that's a that's another tier. Okay. I mean, I mean, that's a he jumped tier. a tier, or do they say, oh yeah, KD? No, 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 no. I, I'm just gonna be honest. There's a couple people that got uh, finals MVP that ain't worked finals MVP. So um, I don't really consider that to be anything because you give it to the winning guy and I mean the winning team and the best player or whoever you're going to give it to, um, he's always been good. And that's why I don't like like using winning to just level people up. Like, they're leveled up because of what they do, period. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So when you're talking about, you know, top three to top five shooting guards, that's who he is. Right? You're not going to say, oh, you won a championship this year. You're the number one shooting guard now. Right, like, right. no, like. Right. right. That's not how it works. It's like you give people their credit for what the shit they do, they're doing. You can't start knocking them because, oh, you're playing over here. Oh, you got Chris Paul. Like, like so can that, anyone stop his ass? That's how you do it. <laughs> so is that why he can't be number one? Because he has KD and, and, and that's and CP3? That's the, like, like, so like if he did win it this year and got finals MVP. They're going to say, oh you, oh, you had help. But then when I didn't have help, you said, oh, you, you have empty stats. They're, they, they're going to find a way to knock what you're doing, period. That's this is a question I got for both of y'all. What are empty stats? I hear this term thrown around all the time. Those stats are empty. Huh? I don't, I don't know what the fuck empty stats are. Oh, no, me, empty stats. I don't, I don't put some empty stats on a stat sheet, and that's all zero. That's empty. Empty stats? You, you can't tell me a Westbrook triple-double. You know, like, like people okay, throw these when you hit around. When you hit 55, right? Yeah. How are they guarding you? They were just going under the pick and roll. Going under, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Did they ever double? No, they just kept switching or... Right. So, 
this is why listening to outside entities about basketball, right? It's harder when your team sucks to be dominant because they plan you different. They're going to go under, they're going to swish, they're going to hard show, they're going to, right? So they're going to, they get to throw different defenses at you when you have nobody else to pass the ball to. So technically, for me to actually perform 50, 55, you have to go 100%. You have to go one. Every possession actually means something while they're trying to stop you. If your team is good, this guy can't help. You can't help. You can't go under that screen. You can't, you can't change up the defense. So when you're talking about a guy, oh, his team was bad, that's, that means he's good because they only got to stop him. You only got to stop him. You don't have to stop three other players. You just, oh, we're going to scheme yeah. for him. We're going to scheme for you. Yeah. That's it. We're going to double him. We're going to switch it. We're going we're to try everything, every quarter. We don't have to scheme for nobody else, and people don't realize it's harder. There's no such thing as empty stats. Okay, that's what I was hoping you would say. Oh, you, was? you feel the same way? Yes. No, I mean, I just yes. feel people throw these terms out. And, like, I, I never played in the league, so I can't sit here and be like, it's that's empty or full, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Shit's hard to get. Yeah. I watched that 55-point game. That shit is hard to do. Yeah. At no point were you, were you bullshitting whatever. <laughs> Every possession, you had to and get And I didn't score in the first quarter. Yeah. <laughs> so I was started off 0-7, so yeah. to think about my mental mm-hmm. early as a youngin. I'm like, man, I'm off tonight. Yeah. I was on me. Like, I might not get back in. Like, yeah. And then just start hitting. But y'all won that game, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So if you would have lost that game, though, there would have been people out there, oh, we had 55, but they were empty. That was an empty 55. Yeah, 55 <laughs> to lose. That don't mean nothing. Like, that's an empty 55. <laughs> mm, maybe. I mean, I was a rookie, though, and nobody was doing that. Yeah. So yeah. I, it, it probably it was, still would have just got looked at like, yo, that rookie had 55, but. You know, I just feel lost. like today. Because that's what man, I did. Yeah. 55. Who the fuck had 55? You know, we all look at stats, right? We all look. So you're trying to, like, I had 42 to 9. Yeah, yeah. 55. Who the fuck is Brendan Jennings? Is that the rookie? Fucking rookie head. Oh, man. They got rookies going 55. You start doing shit like that. Like. All right, so let's talk about. And you've had some, some, some interesting takes on this, just to play the play. <laughs> interesting. On. No, 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 hold on. Because I remember when we had to play them. When we had to, I think like two weeks after that. We had to play them like two weeks, like after, two that. weeks I, after that. I'm not guarding that motherfucker, man. God damn. Two shit, weeks I'm after that. I'm not guarding him, man. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm not guarding him. <laughs> fucking just had 55. I'm not guarding him. And that's when Nick was making fun of me. Oh, mm. he about to twist your ankle. Your whole knee about to be swollen. <laughs> like, I'm, dude, I'm not guarding you, man. Hey. <laughs> I respect it. <laughs> When we talk about player empowerment, uh, Kyrie and KD were both asked about it during All-Star Week, and I'll just read you their quotes real quick. Kyrie on trades. Why, does, why doesn't anyone have the ability to ask for trades? That's my question. When did it become terrible to make great business decisions for yourself and your happiness and peace of mind? And KD said, I don't think it's bad for the league. It's bringing more eyes to the league. More people are more excited. So do you agree with Kyrie saying trade requests aren't bad for the league? I agree that it was, that situation was great for Kyrie. Uh, and certain players. I don't think every player should have the ability to ask for a trade request. Um, I mean, and, you know, we've seen it. Um, You know, bring up a situation like Thomas Bryant, you know, demanding a trade from the Lakers when AD was out and then he's now he's coming back. Now you want to ask for a trade. And it's like, like, you're not that caliber player yet. Like, I feel like certain players should not be able to ask for certain things until you're proven. Mm. And that's just what it is. I don't care how many times you've been to the playoffs or, you know, you know, all-stars, anything like that. But, like, you got to be, you know, you got to win. I, I, I think you got to win, be, be more of a winner to ask for, like, a trade yeah. or do something. Like, 
I don't give a fuck what you ask for. I don't got to give you shit. <laughs> That's why I'm like, I ain't got to give you no goddamn. I got to give you no trade just because you asked for it. Sit your ass down there and play these games. Because, you know, at the end of the day, what, what are you going to do? Right? If, if they didn't trade KD, what was he going to do? Sit out? Sit okay. his ass out there yeah. for two okay. more years. I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. If I trade you, what am I getting back anyway? So, you know, so at the end of the day, you do not have to, you know, um, grant their, their trade request. That's one thing. Um, two, it's. If you're allowed to secretly try to trade me, I should be able to try to put myself in a better situation also. Like, at this point in time, we're considered both, both businessmen, right? I'm in the player business where I need to put myself in better situations, winning situations, because at the end of the day, you put so many things on winning in rings. If my legacy wants to be with the greats, forget Forget the road because the road has been changed, right? Sitting in the same city for all these years. These guys are businessmen now, and they're going to keep trying to adjust their roster. Same should be with the player. Like, you know what I mean? You guys are like you're going in a different direction. Okay, I'm going to go try to win somewhere too. And you can see how petty owners are, right? The uh, the owner from the Nets. Well, I'm not going to trade him to, uh, to, to the Lakers because that's where he wants to go. So you make them, you trade them somewhere else. So you can see that they're still. But a lot of these don't be good businesses. Like, no, they're I just mean, doing I, it for purpose. Thomas, like, he's asking for demanding a trade, and then you go play for Denver. You're really not playing now. So it's like you had a better chance of staying with the Lakers, like, you know, knowing with AD's history, mm-hmm. yeah. you could have just stayed here. But now you demand a trade to Denver. You're really not finna play. No, no, no. He didn't make, no, 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 no. He didn't demand a trade to Denver. That becomes the dickhead move. Well, but that's what happens. You, yeah. demand, you demand in the trade. Okay, yeah. well. All right, hold all right, on. Well, I, got, you I, go I got something for you. Hold yeah. on. Let me, uh, it was like, what position you play? So all right. If you Thomas Bryant, it's almost like, yeah, like you said, I know AD's injury history. I already done dropped 30 pieces with AD out. Been playing well. I'm going to raise my value. I'm on a one-year deal. Yeah. And it's like, all right, I want the trade. Okay. Yeah. yeah go, and, go play behind Joker since yeah, you want to. And, <laughs> and that's exactly what they did. You get you, now you're getting two 12 minutes. When yeah, you you're really not playing. Yeah. Which is, that's the other side of it. So, yeah, they, they, they can honor your request, but I'm going to send your ass somewhere where, yeah. That's why I say it gotta be a, you got to be a type of caliber player. Like for, K, like for Kyrie, yeah. For these guys, certain guys, yeah, you can do that. Mm-hmm. So you cool with KD, too? With, I think three years left in this deal saying, get me the fuck out of here. K, yeah, I'm proven. Okay. KD's KD, yeah. though. Like, because anywhere, anywhere KD goes, though, anywhere KD goes, I become the man anyway. Yeah. So it don't matter. But as, like, any, as a business owner, w- w- do you want a, a, a disgruntled employee? Right? Yeah. Like, if you had a, re- like, when people talk about, think about it, put it in your world, in the restaurant, right? You, you got a disgruntled cook. Do you really want him making food for the uh, public? No. No, I, no I, I don't want that guy out there serving the public and he don't want to be here anymore. Like no, I'm gonna I'm gonna accept that request, you know. Go on, go on, go on about your way. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna yeah. have a player who don't want to be here, deciding games for me. And this is my business. Like, all right, I'll go ahead and trade you. See what I can get back. All right, let's keep this thing moving and shaking. Got to talk about another LA hoops legend. Hold on, did I see your fit, bro? You all fitted up. Adidas came through with the plug and the gills. I know with that's the, what I'm the saying. Dollar, like, with the dollar sign on them. You got you a little care package. The collab. Appreciate you, my, my crew over at Adidas. <laughs> you ain't the only one with an Adidas plug. <laughs> all right, but I did use your name to get it, so God bless you. Appreciate you. Let's talk about another LA Hoops legend, though. Russell Westbrook got traded from the Lakers, got the buyout from the Jazz, coming to the Clippers. Gil, we talked previously. You said that Russ had the ability to 
make a team a championship caliber team. No, but I named it. I named the teams. So don't try to hold me. I did, did you, name it. Did you, you didn't throw Clippers in there? Hell, no one throws Clippers in there. No okay. one throws Clippers I think you did not in, into yeah. nothing. <laughs> no one throws Clippers into nothing. But what's your expectations for Russ on the Clippers? The Clippers. <laughs> Man, I'm going to just say good luck. And the resume speaks for us. His resume speaks for itself. Like, that, but that's what I said. You was like, you, you look at it and you're like, like, why the Clippers, bro? Like, it's the Clippers. Like, yeah. It's like, it's like going to New York. Why? Like, they have no... Yeah, so it's just like good luck. <laughs> like, you, you feel bad because it's yeah. like, why would you put yourself in that situation? But if you rush, you get to stay in L.A. You don't got to uproot the family again. Yeah. I, I think the family <laughs> yeah. don't have to go nowhere. They ain't got to come with us. <laughs> they don't have to go anywhere. Yeah, so, you know, but listen, listen like, let's, let's, let's just really, like, sit back and think about Russell himself, right? Mm. His resume, when, when you say his resume speaks for itself, this is his resume. Katie won an MVP with Russell. Russell has his own MVP, mm-hmm. right? James Harden, MVP was with Russell. Beal's best year, Russell. Mm-hmm. Paul George, after, after he averaged two triple-doubles in a row, he took off seven, look, eight, to, eight to nine points off his point average, for Paul George to take the lead. Paul George's best year, right? So all these number one options actually thrived with Russell, right? Mm -hmm. So we're trying to look at the situation they were in last year and put the blame on him when he went into the situation as a third option, right? We we all, third option. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, right? Your first two options are not actually playing. 50 games, 42 games. 50 games, 42. How the fuck are they supposed to win? Your, your, your best two options are done. They're not playing. And you're wondering why he can't win because he doesn't have the horses. Then we're like, well, when they play together, they, look, they don't look together because they're not here. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.